This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Celtic Rumors TV, episode number 162 of the Boys and Bovril podcast. Myself, Mark. We've got uh, Terence's ways. Good evening, Terence. Evening, Mark. How are you, bud? I'm no bad, mate. Uh, Big Jerry will be coming on. He's stuck in traffic somewhere, but he'll be on. He'll be on <laughs> shortly, ways. Uh, uh, we go? Uh, the link to link to for forming that www.celticrumours.co.uk. Everything the link to that in my Discord. And that everything's like that's in the description box below in the link tree. Everybody's more than welcome to come out there and join us. Uh, not, not getting much crack on it today or that kind of thing. So, uh, who? Just some a few shout-outs to some of the lads for the forum first. Paul, obviously, we we need Tim Alloy, Richie, a Glasgow Green, Malika, Welshie, Mikey. Uh, who have we got in the live chat? I seen Bobby was right on the ball as well, right away. Bobby, evening Bobby, the mod say God, how you doing, buddy? Uh Aiden Nicholson, nice to see you, Aiden. John Coyle, thanks very much for coming in. Liam Doyle, same to you, mate. Nice to see you again, Liam. Where else have we got there? Plunge, nice to see you, Plunge. Plunge. Evening, Grot Bags. Mark McDonald, I think that's a new name, maybe. Thanks very much for joining us, Mark. Nice to see you, buddy. Brian, evening, Brian. Good for joining us, mate. Love it, good man. Nice to see you. Kieran as well, brilliant, mate. Thanks very much for coming in. Peter Boyle for doing under. Nice again to see you, Peter. Stephen Coltart, nice to see you, mate. Thanks for coming in. Bobby Knight, 1962. Cheers, mate. Thanks very much again for coming in. Willie P, M2269 as well. Henke, Maravchik, Martin, Davy Gallagher, Rod Patel. Hail, hail, lads. Thanks very much again for joining us. Getting busy numbers in here, ain't we, man? Take me longer every week to get doing that, every podcast to get doing that list. So is everybody, oh, San Francisco, nice to see you again, mate. Thanks very much for coming in. So is everybody in a good mood today, then? How, how's, my, how's my wee horn swoggle today? Oh, stop. As I said, Loki, this isn't is X-rated channel because, it, I, as I said, I made a few made a few comments on the, the live chat there to the lads before and to Bobby and Plunge and that, but the performance is just disgraceful. I feel sorry for I feel sorry for fans that have travelled to watch that. And there's and our our club travelled over yesterday and, and it's the first time I've seen such a small crowd go. There was only about fifteen or twenty lads. They'd normally have at least fifty. But it did just as I said to you there, Mark, beforehand, the players have regressed so much from a team that won a treble last year. Alistair Johnson, I know he wasn't playing, but he looks like a different player. Greg Taylor, Kyogo. Uh, McGregor, McGregor. I don't know who McGregor is, 
McGregor has had two games this season where he's play, played respectable. Other than that, he's been shocking. As we discussed before the game, his miss on the goal, the chance was like missing your mouth with a fork. It was harder to miss it than it was to score it. Like, and and the manager, the manager has a massive amount to blame on this. You're you're winning the game one nil. Yeah, you take off. No, Ida doesn't do a whole amount. At least he was some kind of a target man. And they bring on Bernardo instead of bringing on a was to try tighten up the game because Celtic now look like when an opposition pressed them like Kilmarnock did that they can't deal with it and he's asking guys like Stephen Welch and Taylor and Scales and Ralston and these other guys to do stuff they just can't do he's asking them to pass a ball around the, around their own box where you're expecting a mistake and to be fair only for Joe Hart probably in the last three or four games Celtic would be a lot more than two points behind them a lot more and to think to, to think that they were to think that they were eight points ahead a couple of weeks ago and they're now two points behind if that was Ronnie Ronnie Dahlia or the Spurs manager they'd be getting sacked for it 100% they'd be getting sacked for it and he's the way he's the way he plays the pace he plays it's just dreadful and to me this lands squarely on the manager's shoulders and the player's shoulders because their performances both on the pitch and off the pitch are appalling. Well, I don't think I've disagreed with much of that, Trems, to be honest with you. Evening, Greg. Thanks very much for coming in, mate. Wait, all right, Jerry, how's it going? Hi, uh, all right, mate. Yourself? I'm no bad. Hi, Jerry. How are you, bud? Hey, Ter, how you doing, mate? Good man, good. You? What's your on it, Jerry? I was just listening to Ter there. I think uh, he's kind of hit the nail on the head with, with a lot of you. The my only taking it is that there was absolutely no urgency. We've seen it all coming. Uh, I agree. It was a good point about um, Awata. I would have him on as well to tighten that up. We knew for the last ten minutes. We knew who was coming. It was just a matter of when. Uh, we're we're giving away too many clear cut chances. They had a couple of chances from set pieces. They they, they could have scored from. The the boy got away from scales. Had a free head on the box. Uh, there was another couple of good saves by Joe Hart. We're, we're, we're very weak and it's not just to think where we've came from last season we've we did some alright performances at the start of the season I mean, we had we drew two each with a, a decent Atletico Madrid seed we, we had pumped hearts we'd beat Aberdeen we had some good performances at the start of the season and to think where we are at now is frightening absolutely frightening but there's there's I don't think changing a manager now is going to, going to alter much uh, the board's not going to sack him and he's not going to walk away. So it's stick or twist. Uh, and I just, I don't think, and I don't think at this late stage of MD there could change it. But I don't know if the players have down tools or what, but they're just, there's been a drastic drop off with too many people in their performances. Just before we came on, we came on here, I was, talk, I was talking to Terms, Jerry, and I said to him, says, they, I'm not, I mean, I'm not sticking up for the board or sticking up for Rogers or anything like that. You can't blame you can't blame Brendan Rodgers or Peter Law or anybody for like Cal McGregor's miss yesterday. No, I mean I watched a video on Twitter <laughs> uh, earlier. And a boy, I think I can't mind the guy's name. I usually like to give him a shout out for from using their stuff on here. Uh, but he put up a video, and it was I think it was seventeen or nineteen like. Bad misses that Celtic had made in important games this season. It would have changed the total complexion of our season. 
But if the board had bought a decent, let's give, give us the money to buy a decent striker in the summer, it'd have been a totally different ball game. These chances would be in the back of the net. You buy a, you, you buy a left back in the January to bail us out. You're not telling me that there was no other left back in this world that was better than Burnaby. Um, it's beyond me. And Scales has peaked as far as that. He, he, I'm, I'm sorry to say he's peaked for me. Uh, you watching him yesterday, him in Welsh, you think, my God, this is deplorable. It was a, it was a right poor performance. Do I still think we'll win the league? Aye, I do. I do. What I would say, what I would say as well, though, Jerry, is, and you make very, make very valid point. But like, how can the manager, how can the manager think that a guy who wasn't even for one of them is a four choice defender, the other one wasn't even going to be a defender at Celtic. They're playing centre back, and he wants them to dictate the play. I, I just it. it Baffles the mind where he wants Scales or Welch to bring the ball out, and they're the guys that are making the passes in midfield. McGregor is like a steward; he's pointing fellas to their seats and let row Z and row A and B and C. That's all he's doing with his hands. What well, McGregor is supposed to be the, the pivotal point in this? That's supposed to be taking the ball off the centre backs, driving forward, doing that. He's not doing that. You Scales and Welch doing that. That's it's you know, and that's no, that has to be down to the manager. And the same with the manager's tactics of. He clearly has told the wingers, or the coaching team have told the wingers, I don't want you to go outside the man. I want you to cut inside every single time. Or if you get down there and the man's in front of you, cut back and pass it backwards. Because the amount of times that a player will take on their full back, you could count in one finger. They just don't do it anymore. It and you, you know, it, it, it against a guy like Kyogo being upset to forward. It's a waste of time having him play. I know he took his goal really yesterday, but like, it's just crazy the way they're playing at the minute. At one point yesterday, you had uh, Kyogo. Burnaby was well further forward than Kyogo, and he's meant to be up front. It's just the whole style of plays. Uh, for me, your defenders are there to defend first and foremost. And you've got somebody like uh, Calmack there that's that should be taking the game by the scruff of the neck uh, and lean by example. And he's, I've seen a post somewhere, uh, somebody was going on about. Uh, captains of the past, you get two different types, ones that lead by example uh, and the ones that go about getting things done quietly, or sorry, ones that lead by example and the other ones that start ro- roaring and shouting and getting in people's faces and grabbing the game with a scruff of the neck. Calmax, they were right, Calmax uh, done neither. He's an absolute passenger, as you say, Ter. he's like a conductor, he's just standing there pointing fingers. And the, I don't know if it's a case of because of the, the way the defenders are playing, the game's missing him out. But something's got to change straight away. Wait, and it just it's it's as I said, Jerry, if, if it was a lesser manager, if it was a Ronnie Ronnie of past year or the Spurs manager of last year, and they had an eight point lead a couple of weeks ago and they've gone to two points behind today. Yep. They're ahead to be on the chat. I'm not saying I'm not saying they'd be gone now. But I certainly think if if they don't win the league, they'd be gone at the end of the season, is what I mean. I wouldn't I would there's no point second anyone now. I get that. Yes. But, yep. but that would be seen as a as a monumental, basically, blow up by the players. And and, and I think as well, I said it to the lads there as well, there's a lot of players there, in my opinion, and they're spineless. Uh-huh. Mm. Do you know, there's, like, you, you want it when it's, it's very easy, look stylish and look classy and look all good and do all the fancy stuff when everything's going well. But you want to go to, you want to be able to turn to your left and right and go, can I go to the trenches with this guy? Can I go to the trenches with him? 
And in Celtic's case, you're turning left and right. In a lot of cases, you're looking and going, no, I can't. You don't have a, for argument's sake, you don't have a Paul Hartley, a Barry Robson, uh, a, a Peter Grant, uh, you know, a, a Sutton, a Larson, a Hartz and a Thompson. You don't have those guys that you can turn left and right, Jackie McNamara, that you can turn to and go, I know that fellow will go through brick wall for me. Would you bank on Palma? Would you bank on Bernardo? Would you bank on Burnaby? Do you know, most most of them you wouldn't like. You just wouldn't no. like. And when it comes to a fight, and it's like they basically, they basically, they can't take the pressure. It seems like that. I don't know why, because they've won a treble. But they've just, you know, Kilmarnock looked like the only team that was going to score a second goal yesterday. And, and home to Celtic. That's so, so poor. It's not, it's not even funny. Mm hmm did you, did you, did any of you two or anybody in the chat, did you notice it was, see when, see when Taylor went off and Burnaby came on? Aye, it was a total change. McInnes was stoning, pointing, shouting at his players and pointing to, like, Burnaby, as if to say, this, he's the weak man. I go to plan B and that's when they started pressing and pressing and pressing us. As, as, as soon as Taylor went off, you, honestly, if you go back and watch it, you'll see it. It's like it's like um, McInnes is telling his telling his players on the park. Look, that's him coming on. Mind what we spoke about. That's just what we start doing. Is his personal sense we've said it's it's horrendous. He leaves the defence wide open. He's a bomb scare. It's he's he, he's ah, he's fine. Well, he's fine. He's he's uh, good with some of these passes and uh, he's kind of comfortable on the ball. But he's absolutely nowhere. He's a way up the park. He loses the ball. His positional sense is absolutely horrendous. And he leaves the defence wide open. Absolutely wide open. And to me, I don't, I don't. I know Taylor was his first game back in a, a few weeks, but uh, he wasn't out for that long that I would have took him mm. off after an hour. The whole game changed the minute Taylor, Taylor went off. And then the, the minute we changed that uh, formation, they beat us twice. We going 4-3-3. I went back to four three three again yesterday. Uh, once Taylor went off and made the changes, the whole game just uh, the game management was horrendous. It went out the window. Uh, you dead right, Jerry. Where the downfall went. Yeah, but you're dead right, Jerry. When it went when it went four three three, like that, they looked a totally different side. They looked they looked okay. They looked comfortable. They should have been more than one nil up when they were. The first formation and like what you said, I would have I would have said to Taylor, look, I'm going to make you. Stay on here for as long as you can. Like, if you can get eighty minutes out of Taylor, and you've only to put ten minutes on of of Burnaby, then fair enough. But putting him on that way, unless Taylor was literally going, look, I've got nothing left in my legs. But to, like you said, changing the formation, the definition of stupidity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Yep. And clearly, Rogers is the manager, and he hasn't seen this. And I don't think, I also don't think, Mark, that the players are fit. I really don't. I do not think that these players are fit enough, to, as fit as they were last season. I just don't think they're as fit as they were last season. I really don't. Because the press is completely gone. There's no press from the forwards, whereas that was always our first line of defence, so to speak. High press from the forwards. We're, we're allowing opposition bring the ball out, fellas are passing into space, and there's no one marking them. I, I just, I, I like, as I said, whatever about off the field stuff, there's massive responsibility goes on the pitch, to the manager and to the players. At the end of the day, how many of those Kilmarnock guys we got on the Celtic team? Yep. I don't um I don't disagree with what you're saying there, but 
for me, I can understand when people are saying we're not fit. Uh, we, there's been at times I've watched it and I'm thinking, what's happening? But I don't think with Rogers and the Minter Sports Scientists and the kind of managers, I don't think he would allow his team uh, to be unfit. I really don't think that's one thing uh, it would allow it to happen. Uh, I think he's too much a professional for, for that. He's into the sports science stuff and surely they would notice the drastic changes in uh, people's uh, stats if that was the case. I think it's more a case of, uh, with the pressing. It's no the way... I'm saying it's no the way he wants to play. It's... The, the players aren't even asked to play the same way as Ange. Ange wanted you in, players in their faces and all that and hunting pack. Sometimes I think he's worried it makes us look disjointed and too open, whereas in reality it suited the type of players that we had. I just don't mm. think uh, fitness is, I don't think, one of the things you can blame. However, all these injuries uh, happened when Rogers was here first time around. We got loads of them out with calves and soft tissue injuries and niggly injuries and it's happened again this this time round uh, I, I don't think that's a coincidence No, I don't and I, I, I get your point about the fitness Jerry. What, but what, I, what I'm more meaning is I definitely don't think they're anywhere near the level they were I'm certainly not saying they're unfit but they're certainly not at the level where they were in my opinion because also like you just said there anyone that's played a bit of ball a bit of sport knows you get your injuries when you start turning when you start yeah. feeling a little bit more leggy and you can't make that burst for the five yards or your trip. And like Celtic have had a spate of basically all hamstring injuries, calf injuries, whatever it may be. Yeah. I just don't think they're as fit as they were. Not there, I'm not saying they're unfit, but I don't think they're as fit as they were. Because even the way Rodgers plays, it's very pedestrian, it's very slow, it's very stagnant. It's completely different to the way it was last year. Aye. The, the amount of times that uh, we've had the ball in the opposition is half deep in their half and it ends up miles back at our goalkeeper. It's understand we need to go back the way sometimes, but it's been a pattern the whole season. Uh, we could have a corner, uh, or, or, or waiting to yeah. put a ball into the box, and the ball ends away back up. miles into our, our half. And that it winds up with Joe Hartley. Yeah, it's, it's true. The, 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 the problem at times with stats is they can be misleading. Yep. You can you can pass the ball all you want and say, oh, Celtic made 850 passes. But show me how many of those, show me how many of those passes were in the, if you want to call, deem it the red zone. Exactly. In the opposition. You know, not this side-to-side passing like a crab like. Do you know what oh. I mean? It's, it's fine saying, oh, Celtic made 850 passes. Yeah, but how many of them were effective passes? How many of them were forward? How many of them weren't side miss? Do you know what I mean? All them things can be so misleading. And you could say at the end of the day, as I keep repeating myself, this is down to the players and it's down to the manager and the coaching team. They've mm-hmm. blown this and they've blown this big time. Yep. I, I couldn't agree more. You've hit the hit the nail on the head with that. Um, I've, I've said it myself. Um, but I, I don't know. You look at it. I'm, I'm trying not to go over, but because I still, I think somebody had asked uh, earlier on how I still think we'll win it, and I think it's because we've got the better. We, we do have the better players and the better squad, um, and I don't, I don't think they've got it. I think we've got their number. I'm praying. Well, do that, we uh, have the better attitude, though, Jerry? Do we have the better attitude? I don't think we do. Not at the minute. Maybe, the attitude looks poor. They'll maybe come out and try and play against us and think they're a team. Uh, and better and I don't know if it'll maybe the space will maybe open up and play into your hands a wee bit however we're going with some of the subs yesterday that came on 
I mean, that boy can holy suffer. I can understand how uh, that kind of journalist boy that was on uh, talking about him had said uh, he was brutal because he's he's uh, for somebody that likes dribbling and beating a man. I've yet to see him do it. He's not got to the byline once. He's no he's not took his man on. He's done nothing. He's just a carbon copy of getting the ball, ball in and passing it back. He doesn't want to, yeah. he's another winger that doesn't want to beat the man. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah, it was it was just uh, that was but listen, none of us were uh, shocked at yesterday, disappointed I, but shocked no, we all thought it was coming. But that's that's the problem though, Jerry. That's the problem. Look, I mean like to you you're obviously, you know, supporting Celtic your whole lives. The normal the normal ritual in Scotland is it was always nearly down to the derby matches. Yep. If you win the derby matches, you have a real good chance of winning the league. Uh-huh. Celtic have beat Celtic have beaten them twice, and they're two points behind them. Yep, yep. yep no, we've got, Celtic have lost sixteen points in the league so far this season. I think it is uh, exactly. Do you know, uh, and apparently yeah. someone said, "In sorry, Jerry, someone said in the last seventeen games played, Celtic would be third." Right, no, I've seen that, but um, it's it's still in our hands. We are only two points behind the now. We're only two points behind. It's our, it's in our hands. It's up to that yeah. squad and that manager to now earn, the, earn his crust um, and, and get his, get his right in front or keep, keep grinding away at these results until uh, we get get them at their place and then get them a doing. Uh, and this is, where, this is where Callum McGregor needs to stand up as well. Callum exactly. McGregor needs to lead by example big time here. Uh-huh. De- definitely. Um, this, this is where you want your captain to, to grab the team. But you're, you were hoping... Uh, in these last couple of games, grab the game with the scruff of the neck uh, and go for it and, and get these this, this squad uh, playing. I thought after the, the last week's game, I thought we were ready to click and that was us. Um, but at the start of that second half, I knew it was coming. Yeah. But again, Jerry, it was like, many times we sat here and spoke about it. It's like a game of two half with Celtic. Exactly, mate. Exactly. We, we've, we've never been able to play. Since the start of the season, we've not had two good halves yet. It's frightening. But I've got me. Honestly, I've, I couldn't even think why. I really couldn't. I don't think. I mean, because sometimes it's the first half and sometimes it's the second half. If it was always going to be, if it was always the first half was good and the second half, the second half was garbage, you could maybe see, look, look at what Terence is talking about. Is it a fitness kind of idea or something like that? Yep. But I, I don't, honestly, I don't know. It's absolutely baffling. Just two seconds. I've missed hundreds of people coming in just letting me give some people a shout. With Mikey, I didn't even realise you were there. I know, man. I just said that, man. You had a couple of sweetie waves sitting there. Mikey, I saw you in there. Mikey, th- thanks for coming in. Mikey, guys, I caught you as well. Smell the glove. I think that's a new guy as well, but uh, I'm sure anyway, he said that he just listened to, and liked us and that. Thanks very much, mate. Every subscription, that really appreciate it. Rebel 86, nice to see you in again, mate. Feed the Bear, I think that's a new name as well. Thanks very much for joining us. Well, there, there turns bold. He's had his say. He's away for a brand. He's away for a tear match with somebody. <laughs> Big Dom. Big Dom, another new name. Thanks very much for coming in. John Fitzsimmons, I don't think I've seen you earlier on, but thanks again for joining us. Uh, I, I mean, that's the thing about it. It's, it's just, there's something no right in the team. Is there bad no. apples? Is it bad? Are we getting back to the kind of... And we get back to the kind of bad apples in the in the 
in the squad back going back to like it was like because COVID. of Collins and stuff like that when Ronnie came in. No, I, I don't. I, 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 is I would it something like that? I, I I don't think so, mate. I just uh, I know we all feel there's something no right, but something must have changed for the start of the season because we're actually doing no too bad, and we were thought we were we were playing some some all right football. So something's changed since then. Uh, I've seen people saying it since the the board locked the fans out. There's been a drop off uh, of things then, but I don't think that's going to. That that's the catalyst for for where we are now. It's going to this is going to tell us um, these next couple of weeks with these games coming up, Motherwell and Hearts and all the rest of it. This will tell us the mentality of this team. And right now we look fragile. We're giving other teams confidence because they know, I we might have scored, they might have scored and we one nil up, but we're going to get our chances. Um, we're we're weak first and foremost. And I think we've said it previously, Matt. You look at good teams, they're all built on a solid base, with a good spine, good defence. We're, we're no, we're weak. You get right no, through fine. that team. The uh, Hearts, the only one that kind of recently um, it's put in the performances uh, with some of his saves to, to keep us in games and win games and all the rest of it. So you look at the rest of the team and I we've had injuries, but you look at the size of your squad, our squad's massive. Their second string should be able to romp this league as well. And we're no... We're, we're not playing as a team, but for me, the game, uh, we should have took more of chances yesterday into a different different game. However, the game changed massively for me uh, when the sub started getting made and the formation changed. You'd, you'd also wonder, Jerry, what's the what's the reasoning for it? Like, Do you know, I, I, I obviously the manager has his reasons for it, but like, if Celtic looked to be doing okay and creating chances, yes, they should have been more than one up. And then he changes it to something that hasn't been working. Mm-hmm. And then you yep. like either either was an out ball, yep. whatever the, he laid. He like he laid off a beautiful ball for McGregor when he missed the sitter during the game. Like he he held up the ball well, something that they don't have. Uh-huh. Always just always just not at the races. You know, Kyogo took his goal well, but he comes back too far now because of what they want him to do. Like. You know, you have to you have to say the manager surely has to go, look, I have to leave these guys on for as long as I can as long as I can possibly afford to leave them on for until someone's absolutely hanging. Yep. And I can't and I have to take them off, you know? Because the some of the, the, the subs that they have the subs some of the subs they have just aren't good enough, like. No. No, no. Um but the other way you can look at it is Welsh and scales are only in that team because of Injuries and we've no we've no spent decent cash. Oh, I agree with you, yeah. But, but when the scales have been from, from you drop McGregor. Yes, hundred percent. But scales, scales. Sorry to go back to your point, Jerry. With the greatest respects, apart from O'Reilly, who's been head and shoulders the best player. For I'm not trying to be boys because I'm Irish, but scales has been probably the second best performance Celtic this season. Like, and that says a lot for a fellow who wasn't supposed to be even in the squad. Like, no, I'm, I'm not. I wouldn't take it away from him. Um, I think uh, he's come on leaps and bounds in, in credit, but it's due. Well, he's still not. He's still not to finish, but he's still not what Celtic should be having there. No, agreed entirely. Agreed entirely. Um, but he's he's come on leaps and bounds for somebody that I thought would have been away at the start of the season. He's done. He's done really, really well. But I think uh, it's a sad state of affairs of where we're at there now. Oh, it's shocking! But I agree with you about the McGregor point as well, Jerry. If it was, if it wasn't. McGregor, who we all knew, 
with like you know, he's captain. Like his his performances and the way he's playing, he's, he doesn't justify his starting place in the team. No, guaranteed. I, I couldn't agree more. And and he, unless they push him further forward, maybe, but he doesn't start. He doesn't. He doesn't deserve to start in that CDM role if that's what they want him to be playing. No, but we've we've got one there sitting in the bench that we should maybe. I think it's maybe time he's going to need to do something a bit drastic to try and change things because there's no point in going for a rinse and repeat here because the same stuff's just going to happen. So if maybe if he if he did decide to drop Calmac, um, because we've been waiting all season for him to play out of this bad period he's been in. He's had two good games and both have been against the the Ox. Um, yeah. And that's that's been it. We keep thinking right. Well. Hopefully he can play out it, but it's been it's well it's too far into the season for that to allow that to happen. If he put if he plays a water, I think uh, it could maybe help things uh, with the way they're wanting to play, and then it'll maybe stop teams run right through the centre areas because we're, we're we're way too open. Yeah, I know, I know, I know that he wouldn't change the, the formation to this, but the, because the way Celtic wingers are so bad, like I'd nearly love to see him play. Three five two and have a like the Maeda as a wing back. I know he doesn't. His crossing isn't much better, but like Palma and whoever is Con or whoever is the rest of them are rubbish. Like, uh-huh. you may as well have you. You know they may as well pack the middle of midfield. Let's do what they're doing because the, the winger can't cross the ball anyway. No, our, our, our wingers don't want to beat the man. Not um, never. It's Palma uh, was the the, the the worst yesterday. Um, he he created a couple of chances we, we we should have scored from, but again for me he's the most he's, he's as frustrating as anything. Uh, when it comes to trying to beat his man and that attempt he had when he could have squared it, um, I think it's like Mark said when Jota first came in, he's uh, decision making. Oh yeah, Mark could say that he's a lot of the teams turned down the chance to look at or, or, or I'd say that Jota's decision making in the final third. Was what kind of let him down, but uh, Palmer's not part on Jota yet. But uh, yesterday, uh, yesterday he had a couple of decent chances uh, they created, but there was he, it was his end product came on far far better than it was. But somebody said about Hart's got his finished set. There's no chance that's going to happen. No chance. Um, I don't think so. No, either. I don't. No, I don't. I think Rangers are. I think, I think Rangers are that showing up. Aye. Uh, I, think, I think Rangers are guaranteed second sponsor. Can't see catching them now. Aye. As you see, we're all gutted and disappointed. Uh, considering there's thirty-nine the points still to play for. Fine. Who's that? There's thirty-nine points. Is it thirteen? Is much to go? Thirteen games, twelve games now. Yeah. So that's what thirty-six points to be played Please. for. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I've said, I, I said it on the phone. I can't believe that there's so many. Right? I know we're not playing well and stuff like that, but I mean, again, I've still not put start now. I've been two draws in my last eleven games, has it now? I mean, it's I got and our Celtic fans are actually fucking right enough for league, and it's only February. But right. remember, I mean, many times in the league you don't the last day of the season. Yep. Yeah. But it's unusual. It's unusual for Celtic to lose sixteen points this this far oh, in the season. You know what I mean? It's shocking in the performance. But as, I, as I've said, I, I mean, really, you're playing Kilmarnock at Celtic Park. Celtic should have been able to put a team out there with at least 
starting 11 with one or two even with our reserves of youth players in and that starting what? 11 comfortably beating teams that come out, especially at Celtic Park. Yeah, but where the worry where the worry is, Mark, is if you look at the remaining 12 games, right? The problem with it is before you'd go, yeah, I fancy Celtic should come to me win that one, should come to me win that one, should come to me win that one and that one. At the minute, you can't say that, like. But would you say that they're going to win every game comfortably? Mark, they, the thing is, they, they just need to be better than the rest, right? They're grinding out results. We can't grind out results. They're either maybe getting penalties or fluting or whatever or playing shine and still winning. We can't do that. So we can't be... We, now we cannot worry about what they're doing. We've got to concentrate on ourselves and... Oh, you've cut off your Jerry. Yeah. Well, the only thing I would say, Mark, about what Jerry says, and I'm just saying from the Celtic point of view, you're saying, can you see them winning all the games? No, I, 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 I get that point. But, but they seem, they seem to like we see, we're seeming to be struggling at home as well as the way, which would never have occurred before. Yep. That's 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 where I see a slight issue. In. You know, we we're dropping points at home to Motherwell. St. Johnson again, yes, again yesterday. So they're they're the teams we would have ever struggled at home against. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's where that's where that's where I that's where I kind of would worry me. And we we we're struggling away at the minute as well. Like, but particularly at home, we would have never struggled. You would you would have considered those games home and home. It's the same as much the same as them. They normally win most of their home games. It's the away yep. games where generally we would drop points. No, it's uh, it's we're, we're dropping on right, left, and centre, as you said, there. Dropping that's the thing; it's home and away. That's the problem. Yep. But if if what Mark said about McInnes, uh, they they obviously had thought that um, Bernabe was going to be starting, or at least uh, yesterday um, when Taylor was out, and then maybe it's through a bit of a curveball with Taylor Taylor starting straight away. But they knew that. Um, the way things are, we tend to give players an hour and then take them off if they've been out. Uh, they knew what they were wanting to do. Um, they were wanting to target Taylor, eh, Burnaby, uh, because he's, mm. uh, he's, he's, his positional sense is, is, is abysmal. And they knew that if they started pressing, they were going to get joy going down that right-hand side uh, to try and well, lump balls into the box. But, 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 again, Je- but Jerry, if they ball, can see that, surely they got our manager can see that. Of, like. of course, of course. Um, I don't know if it's if it's England. What should they have done? I mean, you, right, Taylor's obviously just coming back off that injury. Well, for me, Mark, what? I would have put my head over there to help him cover. The same way that he does, the same way that they do against against Rangers when Tavernier's over that side, they put they I always put my head over there, and he bombs back and he keeps covering all day. And you just say to my head, "Look, I need you to cover him." Because we know he's a bomb scare, but Taylor can't last anymore. I need you to, to cover, to nearly play like a wing back here. That's that, that's only my opinion. Because if you know your man's, your man's for the birds and he's going to be above in Rosette, he's going to be further in the centre forwards, Burnaby, then you need to make sure you your full back or your winger stays behind him. Uh, you're, you're right there, Taylor. They had a good day. Taylor and Maida work well together as well there. But, um, aye, it's. It's sick. It's sickening to think we were, but I don't think it's over. It's definitely not over. Yeah, 
or, or even Mark, or even Mark, you bring on the water to, to, to make to give that bit of protection there to say, I don't want you going past the halfway line. If he bombs forward, I want you to fill in. Mm-hmm. Now, I uh, now no, you, you know, uh, uh, someone like me shouldn't be able to say that. Like, surely Rogers is in it long enough, and Kennedy and these boys are in it long enough to know that Burnaby is a bit of a bomb scare. We need to make sure that we have cover in that position. Like, yeah. I hope. Uh, on a positive note and away for us Mark I hope the hundos are hitting the like button before you eject them I know shows you how, do you know what I mean it shows you how popular I think I've maybe got a wee fancy woman the same woman's tried to post post three times with three different accounts send her my number mate send her <laughs> my number hold on just, just for a hold on two seconds just for the more Is that you, the third fella, Jerry? You're some mover there, no, in fairness to you. Was that, buddy? Was that you, the third fella there? You're some mover, if that was you, no. <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, Jerry, Jerry Norton, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, as I say, um, it's, it's a sad state of affairs. I was like this, uh, this slip so far, uh, it's up to us now if we're going to turn the corner and, and go for it. I know people were saying they're crackpots. What have you seen uh, for this team to make you think uh, that we can uh, salvage this? Because we've been we've been gutter, eh, we gutter. We've been playing garbage. Uh, we look weak uh, mentally as well, and teams are starting to get confidence when they come and play us. Before coming to uh, home games you didn't think any of these teams were, were going to be able to take points off us but they're coming to Parkhead now thinking that they're able to take points off us however I still think we've got the better squad and the better manager and I still think we'll do it they, they just need they need guys to start having a better attitude as well yep and a bit, a that, bit more that's my problem here. I mean as I say I'm not sticking up for the board saying this but once the players close that line, it's up to them. Aye, it's up to them to put in that performance. Put, Mark, these are guys. That these are guys that are getting paid more money a week than anyone most people can believe can ever think of. Yep. They're asked. They're asked to perform for ninety minutes or whatever it is ninety odd minutes. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing at what they're doing at the minute isn't acceptable. <laughs> no, small means, so small means. <laughs> what, 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 what I meant by it, Jerry, was like, like no, not, none of us here would say ever selling have a divine right to win any game. You, you, you get, you get in, you get out of what you put into it. 
Yep. And I no issue with that. And the same way that you don't expect Celtic to win the league every year. But you do expect performances. You do expect people to put in the, the, the effort and the commitment. What they should be doing, what they get paid to do, and what there are 60,000 people in the stand expect them to do. Yep. And the problem is at the minute, you don't feel that players... I don't feel that players are coming off the pitch upset that they've lost. Mm-hmm. Upset that they put in the performance they put in. Whereas other players of yesteryear, your Neil Lennon's, your like uh, Jackie McNamara's, Alan Thompson's, Chris Scotton's, they'd be Martin and Neil's, they'd be bullying the performance like that. And as well to Rodgers, we all complained when the Spurs manager just stood there with his arms folded and he wasn't ro- roaring and shouting when, when there was games that were very stagnant and very poor as well. The manager is doing the exact same thing here now. There's absolutely, there doesn't seem to be little or no movement from Rodgers at the minute. Yep. So maybe, maybe, maybe I'm missing something. I don't know, but I just, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it seems very, very surprising that they're playing so poorly. The attitude seems so poor on the pitch, but yet there's nothing coming from the sideline to, to you know, like I don't have a problem if the manager comes out and he lets rip at some player. You know what I mean? I'd rather see that than the manager standing there with his arms folded and saying after the game, yeah, we weren't good. It was a poor performance. Well, we all know that. Stevie Wonder knows that. He didn't even see the game. Like, you know, I, just, I don't know. There's something seriously wrong. Like, no, no. I, I, I totally understand. I totally get it. Um, it's, I, I don't know. I just. I, I still think we'll turn it around to you. I really do. Um, well, it has to. It has to. Wishful thinking. I know every day there's a lot of people saying they blame the board, they blame this. I, I blame the board, however. Uh, I'll be honest, I hate them. I, I, I genuinely hate them. But there's nothing we can do about that. Now we've got to get behind the team as best we can because we all know, we, we, we all want the same thing. Uh, 99% is wanting the best for Celtic. Um, and it's to win the league. I know that there's a couple out there that'll, that secretly don't because they want to be able to turn around and say, ah, we knew this would happen, I told you so. But when we get bad results, there's always a, a massive overreaction. And I think we need to kind of settle, settle down a wee bit. We've, 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 we've dropped points recently, we've gone through a bad patch, but I still do think we'll turn it around. There's no, there's plenty of time left uh, yeah. to get it going. We, we've, we can't really afford to drop any more points at all. Um, we're really going to need to be near enough maximum points uh, for the remaining 12, 13 games, whatever it is we've got left. But not not to repeat myself though, Jerry. it's not it's not the losing per se, it's the manner. That's my problem. It's the manner no, of losing. That's it, mate. I, I agree. You, you know, agree. you can have a game, you can have a game where their opposition keeper has a worldly, it's happened before and Celtic are peppering him and playing good, 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 solid football but at the, at, at the minute, there's no excuse for the performances, let alone the results. Like, there's just, yep. there is just none. And I said it lies squarely with me, with the players, with the manager, and with the coaching team. The whole offside things and the transfers, yes, fair enough. But that's done. That can't be right. That can't be changed now till the summer. Yep. What, you, what the squad is, they, the squad they have is the squad they have. That squad has to be able to make it work and win games. And should be able to beat a Kilmarnock with the greatest respects or a St. Mirren or a Hibs or a St. Johnson with the greatest respects to any of those teams at home and away. And at the minute, the players are not putting in the performance for me that's even remotely passable on the pitch. And it's just not good enough. 
I, I I agree. It's um, a couple of things you've you've said about the uh, the performances and we've no got divine right to win games or all that. I, I can take getting beat there as well. No problem. Mm-hmm. No problems with getting beat uh, as long as they go down trying and fighting and all the rest of it. Um, and we're going to get we're not going to get through every game every season and and no get beat and no have tough performances. But as you said yesterday and previously, some of the games we've played. Uh, it's been dire. You'd be thinking that being you and Marco, well, maybe no Mark, you'd pull on the boots uh, and get do a better job than some of them that are out there. Uh, but there's nothing. Can nothing you even have probably could pull on a boot? Pull on a boot. A boot. I might be pulling a boot tonight if that fat munter that's trying to get in here contacts me. You never know. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, see, uh, I've lost my train. I was thinking about that there. I've lost my train, I thought. <laughs> uh, that must have been talking shit, Mark. Move on. Move on, me move on. No, I, as I say, I think uh, I, I can understand. I know we're going to get beat, but it's the performances. Um, yeah, that's it. That's, that's the going thing. Uh, sometimes you just wonder how, how in God's earth uh, can... The people and look, we can see what's happening and what's coming, but the the manager and all the rest of it can't. But the the transfer window's gone. There's nothing we can do. We can't do a thing. This is this is what we're this is what we're left with. This is the squad we've got. We've got to get behind them and believe that we can get this done. Because I'm, I'm all for it. But the player, the players as well, no Jerry, have to put in performances to make the fans get behind them. When, fan, when fans are looking at that and seeing players who look like, in some cases, don't appear to care very much, it it, it really does get the blood up in fans. And understandably so. A lot of fans pay a lot of money to travel to those games. Likes of Welchie, the likes of lads from the supporters club, the likes of lads from all over the place, travel long and far to support the club. And when people see some of the performances that players put in, you know, it's... It, Players want to be 100%, or players or supporters want to be 100% behind Celtic and are behind Celtic. But the players also need to give them something to be behind. And at the minute, what they're doing on the pitch, it's just, it's it's not acceptable. You wouldn't accept it in someone in your own works, your own place of work. So it shouldn't be acceptable that these guys are allowed to get away with this. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, I, totally, I totally agree with that. The, the players out there in... I'm not saying they're not trying their leg, but they're not giving everything they've got. It's def- definitely no. And for, again, as a captain, that I don't like single McGregor out because it's just, a, I mean, he's been a great servant to the club, but, but this season, he's been he's been really, really poor. In the last few games, he's been absolutely ganting. He's a passenger, Mark. And she's like, talking about, oh, you shouldn't have, eh, oh, you can't, you shouldn't be dropping McGregor and captains don't get dropped and all that. Bullshit. If you're aye, if you're not playing well enough, you go to you shouldn't be playing. See, I mean, it didn't need to. It did. I mean, I'm not meaning Rogers comes out and throws Cal McGregor under the bus. See, he's got a wee knock. Just after he got, he got a knock during the game last week, and it's just a wee bit tight. Do you know what I mean? Or something like that. Just to, mm-hmm. even even just two weeks after something like that, then send him away to spend a week with his wife in Wayne's or whatever, and then come back and just do you know what I mean? Maybe get his head in the back in the game. <coughs> Yeah, but I mean, for speaking about it as well, the midfield Matt O'Reilly. I mean, 
you know how I love Matt O'Reilly, but he's been right off the boil as well. That's Jig that's since that uh, bid, Atletico bid, Jig it's he's he dropped off since then. Oh, I don't know. I don't no, I don't think so. I mean no. you can see if he was wanting to go he, well, maybe, maybe no after his performances the second half of the season, but I mean there'd be plenty there'll be plenty of suitors for Matt O'Reilly in the summer. I mean, it was only a couple of weeks ago, every, everybody in the chat on the podcast and that had them away in the summer, or maybe we'll be able to keep a hodium and stuff like that. But, yep. I mean, the performances he's putting in, it's just, it's, they're just no up to scratch. It's just simply no good enough. There's no other way for it. Him, what? McGregor, John, I mean, I was talking about McGregor can't get dropped right. Fair, take your captain thing out of it. Look at Alistair Johnson. He's, no been, he's hardly kicked up off his all season. And he gets dropped. So why why the other I don't care whether it's Kyogo, whether it's Cal McGregor or whoever, if you're not playing well, you shouldn't be playing in the team. No, no, it hasn't, I mean, every, it hasn't every, the start of the season. Aye. I mean every I mean every player that can have a bad game or two or three bad games, you know what I mean? A wee kind of thing like that. But no week after week after week after week. And you can't tell me this. You can't even tell me as well that Cal McGregor's happy with his performances when he comes off the park and looks back at them. Yeah. It, but Mark, even for a period of time, the only person that wasn't been taken out of midfield was McGregor. And when it was say McGregor, Bernardo, O'Reilly, or someone else was in there, like McGregor was c- continually week after week was the weaker of the three players. Yeah. Well, like Bernardo had been playing decent enough. Okay, he'd missed, he'd missed a couple of good chances in games, no doubt about it. But he'd been a, he'd been he'd been better than or been McGregor. O'Reilly had been standout, but now Bernardo's out of the side again. And it was like when Turnbull was in for a while, and then Holland was in for a while. McGregor was always he was never taken out of the limelight, even though apart from the two derby games, the majority of the season he he'd been a patch on. And the way we know Callum McGregor can play, and I don't see a reason why why just because he's captain they can't go like you said. We need to we need you to step out of here because it's not working. A good that's why that's what a good manager would do, yep. regardless of whether he's captain or not captain. See the thing is, there's see look, there's no sentiment in football, absolutely none at all. I that McGregor's been a fantastic servant for us. But see if he's not doing the business this season. Who cares what he's done the previous seasons? It it, it matters not a job. It doesn't matter yeah. at all. If if he's no cutting the mustard, then it would have been so used it. to. I it would have been my first name in the team sheet. However, um, this isn't an overreaction because we've spoke about it for umpteen pods. He's no he, he's he's no playing his way out of this. He's had two good games for a full season, uh, and he's been dire the rest of them. So, Awata deserves his chance, and I think Rogers is going to really need to do something kind of drastic to change things. So, maybe taking him out for a spell, I wouldn't send him away, uh, but oh, no. maybe giving him a wee spell out of the the, the starting 11, um, put Awata in there or something. I think he's got to change it up completely. We all thought when he changed the formation that was going to suit us, but again, I think it goes in hand in hand with the, the formation and the players that he's got. You can't play the f- certain formations if you've not got the correct players. And there's certain players mm-hmm. can only play. I know they're professional footballers they can only play certain ways, or, or, or suited better to play in certain certain ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I think Calmac uh, maybe deserves a wee a wee shot off. He's he's dropped everybody else and changed everything else, yeah. but this far into the season and you're still thinking about uh, formations is uh, frightening, absolutely frightening. Well, well, the one thing that seems clearly clearingly obvious at the minute is that the defence needs defensive cover. So it's in, in my opinion, it's imperative that Celtic play uh, your CDM, your Awata, your Holm, someone that will sit in front of the defence and break up play. Callum McGregor can't do that. It's just not Callum McGregor's style of play. If you want to push Callum McGregor up one more spot and and play him with O'Reilly up another spot, then fine, do that. But I really do think Celtic need to play, whether it's Awata or Holm or someone like that, they need to play for the last 12 remaining games a defensive midfielder in there because we're so, so open. And allow him to dictate the pace of play, not your centre-backs. It's just, it was love it had said about Calmac can he cover for the whole team, try to cover for others. He's done He's done nothing, mate. Absolutely nada this season. Um, I'm, I'm a massive fan of what he's done, Calmac and uh, the player he is. However, he's not He's not done a thing. He's not done his own job, never mind others this season. I still don't know. Um, we still don't know where his best position is. And that's no doubt to him. I think it's maybe because he's been so willing to play all over. But he's, he's he's not even done his own job, never mind trying to cover for others this season. I'm, I'm not talking about dropping Cal McGregor as in like bombing him out the team, GFF. No. But I'm talking about giving him a break. Because there's yep. something definitely no right with him. Is it because the amount of football he's played over the last few years and stuff like that? I don't know. Yep. It's just there's something no right in... I, th- I, j- I don't whether he's tired, whether he's knackered, whatever it is. I still, th- I just think it maybe one or two games just would deal me p- no playing football would deal me power a good. Aye. I mean, mate, I don't think anybody in the chat will say that Cal McGregor's been playing his best for Celtic this this season. No, no, no. I would, I'd give him a wee spell out uh, and see how he got on that way. Uh, I mean, he didn't. He didn't play. Was it the Buck? Was it the Bucky Thistle game? Yep. Yeah. I mean, I know that's only a, a game against like a kind of non-league team and stuff like that. But again, it gets back to the. It's back to the quality in the squad. Celtic. Celtic should have enough in their squad players at, at the level and the caliber that come a game at Celtic Park against. I, I mean, even against your Kilmarnocks and your St Johnsons. The lower, the lower level teams in that in the league, the bottom six kind of teams, and Cal McGregor shouldn't shouldn't need to play in every game. I mean, he's getting on. Yeah. I mean, he's thirty, thirty one or something, isn't he? Yes, yeah. But the, man, the manager also the manager also should be able to mark protect his player. Aye. And I think letting him go out week in, week out, and knowing the level that Cal McGregor could play at, and the level he is playing at, it's not protecting your player. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's a stupid statement out of me. I don't know, but that's the way I'd feel. And like you said, if if Celtic have to, if, if Celtic can't take Callum McGregor out of the team at home to say Mirren for argument's sake or say Johnson, and they're going to struggle, then it doesn't say a lot, an awful lot about the other players around on the pitch. Aye, spell the glove. I we agree with you, mate. Mark Hablever gets a break. Clark flogs him in every Scotland game as well. And I, we don't know maybe if he's if if the wee break would do him the world a good a couple of games out rest him for a wee bit and bring I as William Smith said and bring a water in but uh, 
Carmack would still be the captain, but it doesn't matter if he's a captain or no. If if I'm that manager, I think uh, dropping him is going to get me the result, and so be it. That's what it's got to need to do. Mm-hmm. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Who's the search? Davy Moyes. Uh, he he's he's not getting that new contract at uh, West Ham. Don't you know? Yeah. I, believe don't like I don't want him at Celtic no either. I don't think. I the Bono, the Bono game for that. I don't think. I don't think so. No, I I don't think he would come near it now either. After that, I mean that no. it was. I get told for like. People think I'm just a bit of a clown on this kind of thing, right? But I do hang on that Celtic forum and see the boys that the English sites in that. A couple of them are quite high up in football and get right, right good contracts. Contacts, and I've been told that David Moyes had a Celtic job, and then the next time Neil Lennon go to the toilet. David Moyes had been told that the Celtic job was his, and then the next thing Neil Lennon go to the, the toilets at Hamden and. That's even at the time I, I said I'd rather have had Moyes, and I'd say that, and I've also said this as well. See, if we did have David Moyes, we would probably be better in Europe, but, but, but it would still be boring as hell every week, weekend, week out, probably in Scotland. But, would, but I mean, in Europe, he knows how to set his teams up defensively, do you know what I mean? But that would, that's the only plus point I'd have for getting somebody like, like David Moyes in. But- but just I'll just leave you on this before I go on about you have to remember if another manager comes in next season, you also have to look at where the manager is managing, i.e. their budget set to run. Because no manager from the Premier League, in my opinion, is gonna to go to Celtic when they see that their 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 transfer budgets are three and four and five million pound players. It's different if a guy's coming from Bodo Glimpse, that guy who who I would have hoped would have came in. His his budget might be more akin to what the Celtic manager's budget is. A guy down in the Premier League, if it's a David David Moyes and he's able to spend 30 or 40 million on a player and all of a sudden he's coming up and he's spending 3 and 4 million on a player. I mean, like you can you can see, and who, who would they phone first? First person they'd phone is Rodgers. First person any of them Premier League guys would phone if they were potentially thinking about coming would phone Rodgers. What was it like? And sure, if he, if he goes to the end of the season, he's not going to give any glowing reports of the place. That that's me, just my my opinion on it. You know what I mean? But 
Look, I'll let you two each other away. I'm going to love and leave it and put the small fella to bed. Thanks very much for coming, bud. All the best. No worries. Take care, bud. Okay, be good. Bye, boys. Family, we love dairy. Bye, bye. Good luck, boys. Good luck, mate. There's Liz Donnelly saying that no decent manager would work under this board. And I couldn't agree more. It's it's the whole thing needs a total overhaul. We keep saying that, but uh, I I don't think it'll be the Moyes Marco no matter what happens. No, I don't, think, I really, I don't uh, think it will be Moyes. But I mean, let's uh, hope it's Rogers and we get a change of people on the board. I, I mean, all this talk about like Mark Lowe's going to be leaving and stuff like that. We still there's still rumours of that flying about, but you think something a bit more kind of positive of no positive, a bit more solid would have come out about that over the last few days, but I, mean, I, 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 I say it all the time, I sound like a broken record, the full football department's needing got to the Celtic yep. no. the full football no. department and the relationship between the money men and the football department needs to be mere I don't even know, mere, mere friendly, mere working together kind of thing, hand in hand rather than it's, I mean, it, it, Basically, which is the football department and the, the money department, I've not got a clue. But put the way the way to go, what's the best way to, to move forward and how to properly invest money and stuff like that. Well, they've, they've got to ma- they've massively shot their sale on the foot, regardless. Um, because see the account, how good the accounts looked the last time they came out with that 70 odd million in the bank. Um, they're going to look horrific um, for next season if we don't win this league. Because bet your bottom dollar on it, see every penny they make, they'll re- well, we say reinvest. They'll put into that signing players. They'll put into signing players. Mikey got to come on me as Jerry for a wee while. Well, they'd love to see Roy Keane, honestly, mate. I love Roy Keane. Any of the guys that have, for years, I've totally loved Roy Keane. Perverse, perverse ways, or oh, disgusting ways. Do you know what I mean? The second, the second greatest man ever walked the earth, apart from Jesus Christ Himself. I swear to God, but I would never want Roy Keane Celtic manager. No, I really wouldn't. The only thing about it is I'd maybe get a chance to go and stalk him and get a picture of that after him. Do you know what I mean? But oh, he's uh, a manager. Right? I wouldn't hear. I wouldn't mind him as a coach or like an assistant manager or that work with somebody because. I don't think there'd be many people slacking off him. You know what I mean? That's one thing about Roy Keane, but as a top man, no, no chance in a million years. I think he's quite happy being a pundit now anyway, isn't he? Aye, after all the years, aye, who would want the stresses and strains of being a manager after? That's some, it's too, too cosy a gig, isn't it? Aye. I mean, he's tried it. He, he wasn't the best. I mean, he done well at Sunderland. They were, they were, quite, they were bottom when he took over. But they did bottom, aye. They were, they were like, we did bottom or something, and they go and promote it, which is, I mean, you can't fault that. But apart from that, he's absolutely, he's done nothing. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Evening, Mikey. All right, how you get on? Aye, uh, we're all right, mate. How about you? You be happy, man, tonight? Always happy. Congratulations, Mikey. Uh, it's been a, been a whirlwind couple of years for me. Yeah. With the Burns oh, and Eddie for eight years, I've got another two. I'll be two now. <laughs> uh, you'll you'll soon know it, Mikey. You'll be you'll be looking about ninety, like me. Mikey already looks like that. Mikey already looks like that. He looks older than me. I'm old dad. 
I know the feeling, mate. I look as if I had the paper round in Kabul. I mean, I look as if I was born in Chernobyl because of these kids, and I'm only just 40. But that's like football's kind of took like a back, back seat for me the last year or so. But obviously, what's been going on with the burning and everything and that, but obviously, still watching in that way. I couldn't, it's totally demoralizing what's going on at the club. But what's what, what you are talking about the night we've talked about for this isn't just like a a reaction to a bad result. This, when we were winning the league, we were talking about problems within the club. Eh? Yep. No, I mean, like, a lot of people go, oh, he's just turning on the team and the manager and that after a few bad results. Even when we were winning the league, we were still talking about what was going on at the club. Yeah. knew it wasn't it, but it's, it's caught up with the club now. Yep. Uh, it was paper, these trebles were papering over the cracks, Mike, and I remember uh, seeing that. Um, that yourself, Mark, and a few others were going on about uh, the state of play uh, within the club. But as you said, it, it's caught up with us now. Um, we, we like to act like the big club and kid on with a big club, but we act like a, a, a wee club. And as I say, it's 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 catching up. And there's all the, all the shite decisions over the years that's uh, culminated in this. But I still think there's time for us to, to do it, to win this league. But you, you're, you're definitely against that, aren't you? I mean, obviously, like I says, I would love to be proven wrong. I'm certainly not one of the fans that would turn around at the end of the season if we lost the league and go, well, we knew this was coming. Because I, yep. I, I would love to be proven wrong. But yeah. I personally think, as it stands, like I says, and this is what's good about, like I says, the podcast and like everybody's got opinions and this, this gives you a platform to hear it. As it stands right now, board, manager and squad, any chance of us winning the league? I, I said that weeks ago on the podcast when we actually Aye. had a league. Like we were ahead of points in that. And now, like I said, that's us two behind. Yep. We've got Motherwell next well, We're going into the Motherwell game next week, probably five points behind. And I personally didn't think that we'll win next week. I don't see that to me. I, 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 I'm just being honest, mate. Like I said, that's just my feelings towards everything. Now, the negativity, the way the players are playing. Like even Palmer getting hooked to the half yesterday, and that they're just going like Aye. I just didn't see any positivity at all in any of the players. See if Rogers had no, to go to Mora, Mikey, who would your first choice be to replace him? I've said it on the forum loads of times and spoke to Mark. I like Jesse Marsh. Marsh. He was at obviously Aye. Salzburg when they pumped us loads of times and had a bit of a rough time at, at Leipzig. I mean, every, how many other managers have had that? Ah, that that leads you to a poison chalice, isn't it? Yeah. It'd be for donkey's years, man. If even David Aliri was here, that kind of thing. Young, you yep. can mind all that stuff. Is he, I is he working in who, Mikey, Jesse Marsh? No, Jesse Marsh is still looking for a job. That's why I put it in the chat earlier. Eh? Like he says, he's a top, he's a top manager, him. And like I said, he's know that you want to admit it, but he's worked on a shoestring budget, budget before and got the best of a lot of players, like Salzburg. Again, a lot of people in the chat might not know, but Salzburg and Austria, they're one of the biggest teams in Europe. You might not think that, like, but they're massive. Like, they're, they're like a big big fish in a wee pond in their own league, the same as Celtic are here. And th- when Mars was the manager of Salzburg, he had them playing like they were. They had some result back when he was the manager. And that's how he ended up at Leipzig and Leeds. But I, I'm surprised he's not. I'm surprised he's not in the job. But when I looked the other day and seen that he was still out of the job, 
like he says, people say there's no any decent manager that would take over. There's no yeah. way he's already if you go and the chart or that want to go and look at Jesse Marson Celtic, the amount of times that he's came out and bigged up the club and how he'd love to manage like in Scotland one day, blah 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 and that like, before Rogers got the job, I said to Mark and I used it on the podcast before that he was my number one choice to get the job. And I think he was like rumoured to have talked at one point of that. But the fact that he's not in a job, that kind of suits Celtic as well, does it? Because there's no compensation to get paid of that, is there? Right. <laughs> yep. Uh, somebody said this is this might be a good thing. Masters they play wingers, is that right? I've got I I I wouldn't be able to like I said, I'm yeah. going back to watching them when the, the teams against us. All I know is when we're playing against Salzburg, I had think that the Israeli striker that De Boer just slaughtered us every game that we played against them. Yep. So like I, I didn't like I say whether we've got a winger or striker, I just want a manager to come in that's going to get results. And I personally think with the right manager, with the players we've got they could get a result. Like they could like go a bit confident or something. Because something's not right with the squad and the club yep. just now. Yep. There, John Mullaney asking lads, is there any point of replacing Rogers at this stage of the season? I don't no, I don't I don't think so, no. No. Because no, if, if he doesn't win the league if he doesn't win the league, I think he'll be replaced anyway. I mean, how many Sorry, Mark, I just wanted to pick up on the comment that somebody's book. Salzburg bought all their leagues and their budget is bigger than all the teams in the league combined. They are in a title race this season, though. You do realise, mate, that you just went and talked about Celtic. Aye. Celtic's budget compared to the rest of the clubs combined in the whole of Scotland, yeah. right down to junior levels, bigger than everybody else, including their weight yeah. budget. So yeah. there's no point in slagging other leagues that have got bigger clubs and have like bought all their best players and that because Celtic have done it for the last twenty years. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm not having a goat guys in the chat and everything that, but you need to look closer to home, like eh? Yep. Like that's what I mean. Celtic have done it for how many times have Celtic just bought the best, like or not even the best, just the players in Scotland that have been well against Celtic, just for the sake of buying them. Mm-hmm. Scott Allen and everything that uh, players like that. So. He sprung into my mind straight away. Uh, it's, it's frightening. Um, Bob, Bobby's having some job tonight. Is he no? Or is it you, Mark? I think the base is on it. I think even Grok Bag is on it. Need to be like ET with his fingers, man. I've gone like the clapper. I've got all these folk. Um, as long as I've hit the like button, that's sound. Uh, I don't think we would benefit for replacing. Uh, Rogers, the now, um, but do you, do you honestly think that come May, no matter what happens, he would get the if, or if he, God forbid, he loses this league, he'll get the bullet mark. Well, he said himself he'd be here for three years. Yep, that's what he'd signed for or at least three years. Whatever he said, was he said, unless he gets he gets sacked, basically. Well, if a Celtic manager doesn't win the league, especially, I mean, again, especially that I sell the new. I think it should get sacked. Mm-hmm. I definitely do. If Celtic don't win the league, and I'm still, I'm the same. I still think that we will. But if we don't, I would definitely be looking to replace Rogers a hundred million percent. Or See, I, they need, I, I, or I they need to get things. The only way I would accept Rogers being in charge next season if there was changes behind the behind the scenes. Yep. That you knew things were going to change. 
just mm -hmm. we don't want to win, right? We don't want to scrape winning the league this year and then just plod along all summer and that the way we've been doing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I if we get if we do win the league, we need to back Rogers and get the again. I keep saying it. We need to get us the football department sorted out a total rehaul. Of it. Do you know what I mean? For the scouting, to everything, everything needs rehaul because it's it's not working. There's nothing. There's nothing in the Celtic football department to know that's actually working. To it's full capability, in my opinion. Whether yep. it's scouting, whether it's training, whether it's a, the man management, the team in the park, the players on the park, whatever. There's just something rotten in Denmark. We mm -hmm. quote be Shakespeare quote there just for the uninitiated there, the bit of intellectuality. Say Shakespeare. Nah, who's he? You never read Hamlet? No. Who's that at school? I thought you were uni. I thought you were at uni. Ah, okay, but it's first. Stupid stuff, no for reading. Books and all <laughs> that no stuff, for reading. You don't, nah, read, you don't reading. read at uni anymore. <laughs> that, uh, I've got the headphones and that on and get spoke out to you, so it's all right that way. No, I, I don't. Uh, I seen a couple of, like, where was it? it was Stephen, I, Aidan Nicholson and then Stephen Fox. Aidan was saying Rogers won't get sacked 100%, and Stephen Fox was saying, Come and judge me in May, Brendan Rogers. I can I, I, I agree with Aiden. I don't I don't think the board would sack him, uh, especially not the now, because I think it'll make them look as if they've made the, the wrong decision. Uh yet again. And uh, Rogers did say come back and judge him in May. So whether that means he'd be willing to walk away, I, I, I just don't know. I don't I don't think he'll walk away and I don't think that board will sack him. I think we're kinda stuck with him either way. And I I wouldn't trust that board to do anything at all make any right decision because it's frightening and Desmond's got to get the finger out um, he doesn't bother going to games AGMs or nothing I know he's meant to leave it to others but uh, you would have thought he'd have had some, some sort of interest in what's going on because there's, I'm, I'm certain he doesn't run any of his other businesses the way he runs us JFP <laughs> JFP's in the sales under Celtic Park <laughs> uh, he's, he, he'll not be back to next season Guaranteed. He's uh, he's scunnered. He's, he's not been posting in the forum or that, JFP. Nah, I mean, he's all right. I've emailed him in that bank. He's just that pissed off at it. Or that he just... there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of folk uh, scunnered. I know, Mark, you've said it. You get it uh, you've seen it every every year in the, the, the forum. But I, I honestly think that, that, that there's a turning point in the with the fans and the board, regardless of what happens come May. Just uh, the thing about it, that's what Mikey was saying. Sorry, Mikey, cut you off here, bud. But see what Mikey was saying earlier on. Even if we've been doing podcasts, we've been doing the forum. I've all, even when we were winning trebles, I always spoke about things. We weren't, we weren't running things right behind the scenes. Yep. We need it. I know. The, I mean, I know. The, I know the Huns tried to get them working there, and it didn't work out for them. But John Parker, see when John Parker was at Celtic. Peter Lowe trusted him. So at least there was some kind of footballing input to Lowe's wee bubbly being director of football and stuff like that. But I've, I've said it, I've said it for years that making you know it as well, I'm on it you about it all the time. Celtic have dropped the ball so much for 2012 that it's, it's unbelievable. Actually, it really is totally unbelievable. The amount of Champions Leagues that we've missed out on, the money that we've wasted on, and fear that. Players that anybody could look and see were inferior and no good enough to play for Celtic. And it's just been constantly downhill and downhill. And 
the money kind of helped us out. We were lucky. We were lucky that we could pluck Andrew out of the blue. Basically, when Eddie Howe fucked us up. But still, again, there's still the same problems every 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 summer with Celtic. Apart from maybe one windy range, and then when you look back as well, there was a lot of money wasted with them. With a lot of the Asian players that we brought in and stuff like that. And there's just always be, there's no actual direction for Celtic. See if you see if you talk to some of these guys that are like experts on football and clubs and stuff like that. They, uh, Celtic's well run off the park, but when they come to actually running a football team, they're no, mm-hmm. they're nowhere near as good as people would like to make it there. Yep. Just going Definitely, back to Ben Rogers, like when he came in, what kind of manager comes in and says, I'll be here for the three years? What gives him the fucking right to even dictate that? Yep. Like, see, on a, on a serious note, like, what, who, what kind of manager would come in and say that? Somebody that's just too big for their bits. Uh, I bet that was contract, Mikey. I mean, yeah, but I, the way you say it, like, I'll be here for the three years. Yeah, but because you fucked off the last thing. You know what I mean? Like you said, he's not... If I think if it was any other manager other than Rogers just now, him, what's the chance of them that would have been sacked by now? Gary uh, Turn said that earlier on as well. If it had been like Ronnie Dyler that having this kind of run, that was tear. I, I don't know. Um, I think well, I, I think he's seen that, Mike. I think that he says what he meant that he says he wouldn't be walking away. He says I'll be I signed a three year contract, and I think he was saying I'll be here for the three year unless I get sacked. But that's what I mean. Like, see, Benny, he jumped ship the first time, the football that we were playing back then was rancid. Yep. We were already on the downward spiral. So why would you bring back a manager, one that's jumped ship during a season that was successful or going to be successful? And he's came in and at the start of the season we got lucky because they were they were that dire under the previous manager and they brought in somebody that steadied the ship. Like I said, if they'd kept the other point charge, we would have steamrolled it. But they brought in somebody that steadied the ship even though they're rotten too. Like I said, they're just a bit less rotten than us just now. And Rogers has found it. Every time Rogers has came up against even an average manager, he's been found it. When Gerard come in, he knew that Gerard was going to hit his number, so he fucked off. And now oh, the other guy. Like, no way. I don't know. I'm not that. that. So, well, I mean, we're sitting, we're sitting, we, we lost a manager to, to Spurs. A job that Brendan Rogers turned down. You wouldn't be getting that anytime soon, though. Eh? Well, but he was offered it before Ange was. Uh, well, that's, uh, if that's what they're saying, the press, eh? if that is the case, then they're idiots, then, eh? I mean, there was a multi million pound offer for Earl uh, Saudi and stuff like that. If, see if Celtic couldn't offer Brendan Rogers a job. Brendan Rogers was taking a year off or whatever it was he was going to have. It was, only, it was literally only the Celtic job that seemed to. Because it was Celtic job, I know I'm not sticking up from trying to make him out as if he's some big massive Celtic supporter. You know what I mean? But it was Rogers was taking time off to spend with his family and that, earn their house in Spain and stuff like that, and not back the Spurs. He didn't even knock back the job. He just told me he didn't even want to talk to him about it. He knocked back job offers for Saudi Arabia and stuff like that because he didn't want to. He didn't actually want to work. But she knew that I'm sitting saying that. Is it Rogers that's that tired and needs a break? Well, it's like somebody's put in the chat like Rogers left the last time because of the because of law and the same problems persist. And why would you come back then? 
but that was see that's the thing, Mikey. Is see, uh, it was Michael Nicholson and the money guy. I can't was it Chris McTaggy's cod, I think maybe or something. Can he make something in the chat? No, it was them that went over and spoke to Rogers Earnspin. And see when he came back in his original interview, and, that, and he was talking about like he'd, he'd I can't even just paraphrasing, he'd looked under the hood and basically things were running smoothly in that. But maybe it did on paper. Do you get what I mean? Them sitting saying, oh, we yeah. do all this and all this kind of data driven signings and this stuff, this stuff and all that. And maybe Rogers has bought into that and then it's came back and it's it's not been as smooth running as it was painted to him. Yeah, did he think you get, what, James Rogers came back because he thought that it was going to be that easy for the three years he was here, he was going to dominate and get his name back up again even better and then move on to another English job again? Did he actually think he was going to come back and just walk this again? I well, maybe that. He's not, I mean, he's got an ego, there's no doubt in what Rogers has got an ego, do you know what I mean? Uh, the thing is, he's, he's not been given the, look, his only defence is he's not been given the players that he, he needs or the tools he require to do his job properly. Because these players that he's signed, I mean, there's Kev saying he thinks Kuhn will come good for us. Uh, I would I'd love to have his confidence. Love to have his, because he's, uh, he's dire. For a winger that can't take their man on and get to the byline and get a ball across, uh, he just wants to pass the ball back or whatever it came for. Uh, it's there's no any positive signs there from him. Uh, but Rod, Rogers, sorry, when you go, Mikey. No, sorry, I was just like I don't think people can genuinely say that 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 um they'll come good. Like Yang's had more than enough chance to. It's quite clear that he's no he's he's no there like that. And the boy couldn't have brought in. Seattle got warned loads of times before signing him. Like, look at yep. how young he is, and he's been dotted about from club to club to club already, yeah. And that's what and people are going, like, having a go at me in the chat on about, like, Salzburg and everything and that. He just went and came for Austria, couldn't, but he was dominating in that league. Aye, exactly. No. Like, Aye. it's... Like, it's I just don't a, care. But the, the end of the day, it comes down to the... The, the recruitment's been horrific. For Celtic, not just this season, but in previous seasons as well. It's all catching up now, unfortunately. Well, he says, I hope, like he says, we can revisit this on this day in the end of the season. I'm very much wrong with everything I'm saying in that. Like he said, I'm just as frustrated as any other Celtic fan. I want to see Celtic. Like he said, I didn't expect Celtic to win every game. I know one of the fans that you get one draw or a loss in the dummies at the pram, but this has been a this this car class has been in slow motion for a while. So it's just starting to just boil up now. Yep. And can you see the can you see the screen, Mikey? Where is it? Can you read the comment on the screen? Hate how Palmer laughs every time he makes a mistake. I get right on your wick, Mikey, didn't I? I've said that I've said that right from the start. Like he says, my pet hate is I think I said the last time Palmer. Like that I think it was who was it? Was it against Motherwell? I can't remember who it was against, but he skied over from like six yards and he was laughing. And my other like, is I don't know if it's a cultural thing or that, like with the Kyogo and Hitati and players like that, when they foul somebody, they're helping them up and making sure they're okay and being that. Instead of stunning or a tap on them. Well, it's like that, like he says, like, they're getting lumps kicked at them 
he didn't see, you wouldn't see any other opposition picking them up and making sure they're right. But the, the, uh-huh. Maeda, he's a bad one for it as well. Like, I, I just didn't understand that. Like, says I yep. put in the, the Discord earlier, the Celtic as a team just now, they're just so weak. They've got, they've got nothing about them. They've got nobody that's takes the, the game by the scruff of the neck. Like, at least with Brown back in the day, when he was playing, he was able to take the game and setting about a player or something just to get a bit of, the fans up. Celtic have no, there's nobody other than maybe Taylor that will maybe put the boot in every so often that's captain worthy of that team. Agreed, mate. That's, we're, we're soft. We're very soft. Do you think that's why maybe Brendan, Brendan Rodgers is maybe getting back to playing uh, Taylor's male team to that inverted wing, winger, that inverted fullback, wingback role or whatever it was they call it? To add a bit of digging steel into the midfield because again, there's, there's nothing in there. We're losing the battles in midfield. That used to only bother me against the Rangers. Do you know what I mean? But now, actually, you notice it in like, just normal games. The midfield, there's no, there's just no fight in it. We just everything. I mean, there yesterday, Kilmarnock, once Kilmarnock decided to switch to the way they were playing, the Celtic midfield just fell out the game. Bernardo, I mean, I, I think Bernardo was playing well. I, he came on yesterday and he was terrible. He was another player, that, he did it was just another wasted jersey. He added nothing to the game or anything. Yep. Well, is there anybody in that Celtic squad that any used to would say, I'd have him as my captain? Stephen, future Celtic captain Stephen Welsh. No, I mean, like, seriously. Yeah. And the, and the fact that you yeah. need to think tells you everything. I mean, I put it on the forum last night. It's For me, there's two types of captains. You've got your kind of nutcases, kind of types like Neil Lennon. You know what I mean? Roy Yaton. Just run about, do you know what I mean? Get everything they've got, blah blah blah. And then you've got another type of captain like like your Paul McStay's, Paul uh, Paul Lambert, Tom Boyd, that kind of lead by example, but still put in their shift. But yep. Tom McGregor's not showing up as either or. Yep. I mean, they're Henkies, even saying captains are overrated in this day and age. I mean, really, as it's as a kind of it didn't really mean much to be the captain, but if you're a captain, no. if you're a captain of your club, it should mean something to you personally. You know what See, I mean? I, you're, I, the, you're, the, you're the main man kind of thing. It's up to you. You're 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 the front face of the players of this club and stuff like that. So you've got to you've got to put the leading by example in driving players on, and it's, it's no Dana. No, I was like, that's like I, I, I'm going to call it when the guy Hank captains the over. That is absolute bollocks. Like he says, every I played at a reasonable level, semi-professional to junior, and then every team that I played for, captain leads by example, and and everything from the, everything from in the changing room to on the park, and the captain's always been a massive part of every team and success that I played in. So when people say that the captain, this how is how what does that mean in this day and age? Like what's the difference between a captain now back in the early two thousands and Mid nineties or that. What's the difference? Like, what, what what can you mean by that? Like surely you guys are like I, I don't know if you've played football and you've walked a life or that, but surely like when you've been in changing, the captain's a, a, a massive figure, no? 
I can see where you're coming from, Mikey, but I've, I've heard it as well. Uh, I've heard other managers saying that just because somebody's not got that captain's armband, you should have a team full of leaders. I was going to say that. You want yeah, 11, yeah. 11 captains on a park. Do you know what I mean? Aye. 11 guys to, that are going to just leave everything they've got on there. But yep. Mikey's right. You, you take your inspiration for your captains up. You see McGregor in his... Like doing the huddle and stuff like that, and he's pointing and pointing, he's all going and all that. And then once the whistle, the whistle goes, it just keeps pointing, pointing, pointing. Because I mean, this is he has one of the players, and it, it does it really frustrates me. We make it, um, I've got to call Mikey Johnson here with Callum McGregor because it just doesn't he, he's no, he's no got that in him. It's a pressure that. that, that is he too worried about, oh, I'm the captain, he's too interested in what other players are doing on the park, pointing at their mistakes, he's not concentrating on what he should be doing. It's, it's just, oh, honest, I mean, it's, for me, for me, if Scott Brown left, Cal McGregor's kind of regressed a, a, a hell of a lot as, a, as an actual player. And I don't know whether it's the weight of being the captain that's weighing him down or whatever it is. Eh, I hate Calvin Byrne. Eh, Sorry, sorry. Uh, I don't know where it is, but there's definitely something no right with Cal McGregor than who. Yep. My worry is, like I said, I understand what you're saying as well. I totally agree. Like I said, we're everybody in changing rooms, okay, you've got the captain, but you've also got a few guys around there that are all, like, maybe not where the band, but they're very vocal and saying their piece. And if somebody's not on their game or that, they'll be at them. I have yep. always like everything in the changing room. But I worry for this Celtic team is, and obviously we've not been in the changing room, so we didn't care what's getting said. I, I mean, didn't see I mean, anyone in that squad like sitting there at half time or that. God, the type, like, I just didn't see anybody within that group. Like going back to the team that I grew up watching with Mialbe and Lambert and Lennon and Hapson and Sutton and that. Like in that, in that like, era team. Like, look how many captains. A team full of captains. You know what I mean? And leaders that would they didn't accept guys like not going into tackles and yep. like like it's, like you say it's the team um, vocal to like tackle they're just soft there they're just soft from top to bottom eh? yep I mean see what you're saying there Mike about in the dressing room at half time I can imagine I can imagine guys like Ralston and Greg Taylor being getting do you know what I mean getting after not I really can maybe even like Scales Scales looks a bit like a bit you would it kind of keeps his you know what I mean? He likes to have his saying stuff like that. But I think McGregor would be made a type of, all right, let's calm it down, lads, and that. You know what I mean? See if Gregor, it's like if Greg Taylor's in, what the, what the, what the, what the F is that you were doing there? What did you know tackle him for? What did you know go, the, go, go there instead of going there for? McGregor, for me, would be the type of guy, all right, let's keep it calm and that. Do you know what I mean? I think he's made that type of guy. And it, that's not what's there. That, for me, that's not what the team's needing now. I mean, it, I mean, it's like Kyogo. Kyogo could be sitting there beeling about what's going on in the park, but how's he going to put that across? Do you know what I mean? How do they play? It's, it's, I mean, it's going to be left to like Scottish or British or Irish players, whatever you want to call it. And again, I mean, Matt O'Reilly, I watched, I watched his interview on Celtic TV. I don't know if any seen it. And I've said it all along. He comes across as one of the nicest guys, just and a really nice guy. But. Can you imagine Matt O'Reilly in at half time balling and shouting? What's going on here? You, you need to get a fit. Do you know what I mean? You, you can't see guys like that stunned up in that dressing room and having a 
having a right good ball. I mean, I mean, Dan used to say, oh, that's up to the players. I mean, Dan said that when it comes to the, the half-time talks and that, he leaves a lot of that up to like, the players just today and argue out themselves and stuff like that. Can you, can you imagine back in that team that I was talking about, being on the opposition team, and knowing that you're up against Alan Thompson, Lennon, Lambert, Bobo Baldi, Albin, that, but now you're up against Young and uh, Palma and players like that. No, I mean, like, that's like, again, it's a totally different era. I understand that. But I'm on about, it's very rare within a, a squad that you get a play, a, all the players, other than maybe one or two, like scales and that, that are so like, they seem just dead quiet and then lightweight. Yep. Just because you're a winger doesn't mean you, you kind of put yourself a bit. Look, a bit here, I'll tell you, you know, look, Scott Sinclair. Scott Sinclair is meant to be a, a big, big voice in the Celtic dressing room for the minute he signed for the club. He wasn't scared to put his opinions across and stuff like that. As you say, Mikey, you don't need to be you don't need to be the big muscly centre half or whatever to, to put your points across for the players and and show a you know what I mean, show a bit of a fucking fire in your belly. Everybody's just so scared to like in this day and age to say like what's meant to be said in case like they get cancelled or they're worried, like, oh, like you, you can't speak like that now or something. Like, back in the day, like, if you were shite, you got called shite, yeah. That's just the way it was, eh? Like, that's, there's, there's no big deal, like, yeah. Like, it's like mm -hmm. people, like, like, like I've said many times, like, everybody's happy enough to be praised, but God forbid they get a bit of a needle back when they're hearing a shite, yeah, man. I agree with what Aidan Nichols was saying about uh, nice teams win, fuck all. It's true. Aye. That is true. They don't really win nada. So, uh, but I agree with everything uh, you're saying there, Mikey. Um, that was a team full of captains, and now we've got a team full of kind of the same weak mentality. They're, they're, they're all weak mentally. Um, it's as if I've got Jerry. It's as if I've got a team full of squad players, rather than guys that actually. Aye. Oh, but, but we, that, have, we know that. that con aye, that confidence of being. I'm, a, I'm playing for Celtic. I'm a first-team player for Celtic. I'm one of the best players in Scotland. Do you know what I mean? Like, even a bit of arrogance. Yep. When was the last time that in the, the Scottish League, whether it's Cups and League, that, like, what's that, Kilmarnock, I've had a number three times now? We've not been able to beat them. I was Rangers. When was the last time that happened? Somebody must have that. Should, how many does no should man? How many times did, did we know? Was it twice last season? We struggled with him. We should man. Derek McInnes. Derek McInnes, like you say, he's he will like going to be Lennon and guys like that, dinosaurs and that, and whatnot. And McInnes probably come to hang, but he seems to hear Rogers' number like when he, when he comes up against them. Aye. Yep. So I, mean, I, don't, I just can't remember the last time in the league season that we'll no managed to beat a team that's three times. And we'll probably we'll have them one more time and get rugby back later in the season. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I mean, Mikey, did you what I was saying earlier on to Jerry and Tim? Did you did you see that when Burnaby was coming on? The way McKinnis was shouting each players and pointing at Burnaby was coming on, it was after just changed tactics for then on. And right away, right away they started pressing as hard as they could. That's what any decent manager would know that he was a weak link. So in that Kilmarnock, in that week, they would, they would have known that if Taylor was coming back, he wouldn't have lasted the full game. 
So as soon as Bernabeu entered that pitch, that was it, was it? Everything gets just hoofed <laughs> to that side of the pitch. And like he says, they've got some no bad players. Come on, like that arm, Armstrong on the wing. He put in a good shift yesterday, but I don't think he was good against us as no. he was uh, up at uh, Rugby Park. Yeah, but, uh, he put in no, a decent shift. That's, that's just a pretty example of like a decent manager setting up his team because he knows what he's got to, to get a result. Like it was, they've not got any world beaters, obviously, commanding, but as a team, neither have we. Yeah, that's what I mean. They just, they just seem to sell it to number just now. Eh? Aye. Like I say, let's face it, obviously, there was loads of misses for Celtic, but it wasn't like Kilmarnock never had any attempts on goal. Like say, no, they had a few in the first half. They, 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 were un, they were unlucky with was it the corner into the box. So they did have a few chances, as you said, before that, Mikey. Yeah, like I, like I say, hope, like I say, hopefully, like I say, I'll revisit this pod. At the end of the season, and we won the Scottish Cup in the league. But I just think, like, says if I'm being honest, I just didn't see it. I mean, people right. must that muscat coming in and just take would carry on with Ange would do, but it's like, oh, Mikey, you could have an Indian carried on Ange was doing, but don't, but that's not what Celtic were needing. Nobody knows just because muskets worked with him before doesn't mean that he's going to operate the same as what he does. Eh? Everybody's got their own way of playing. Yeah. Everybody, uh, everybody, who it was, nobody operates the same as another man. It's impossible to replicate. It. Otherwise, you'd hear loads of good managers that are like Andrew, would you? I mean, I'm on that, that kind of talk about, oh, we should have just brought X so, so and so in, if they've just kept on doing what Andrew was doing. I'm, I don't buy into that kind of thing. That's like Man United trying to do that with, they tried to do that with Davey Moyes, they would just keep doing what Ferguson done. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. As you said, uh, Mikey, every manager's getting their own way you're doing things, their own way you're playing the game and stuff like that. It was just interesting, Mike says, the, like, mind's all over the place. What's going on myself just now? So I'm dotting a bit of everything. But with Rogers coming back, I would go as far as saying what, maybe 60 40 split, maybe 60% wanting them back, 40% never. Yep. Or do you think it was 50 50? Or do you think that more fans wanting them back than that? No, I'd say, was, right. I'd say it was aye, I'd say it was aye, about 50-40 maybe 10% didn't keep really care. Aye, aye, they weren't too bothered either way. So, so this is probably the first time in many a year that a manager's been appointed that the fans a good chunk didn't want. So you think that the board would have then said, right, we need to make sure we give this guys the tools to make sure he actually succeeds considering the fans didn't want him back in the first place. Yep. But instead, they've just hung. I say that, and again, I've said the piece on Rogers. I'm certainly not sticking up for him. But they've kind of handcuffed him in a way as well, what he's been presented in front of him. Well, I, like, I agree, mate. They, they, they have handcuffed him. That's what we're saying. He's not been able to sign the players that he wants. And then I think that's also had a knock on effect system wise as well. Because as we've said it before, I know they're professional footballers, but if he's wanting to play a certain system and he's not got the players to play it, then he's going to stick to what was the previous system uh, that they were winning leagues and cups with and doing and doing well with. But I think they've had they've 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 sold him short. But then it's up to Rogers to have the balls to come out and say, look, what the hell's going on here? And this is bit it should have been done before the January transfer window. 
um, in order for him to sign a few players. And I don't believe any of this shit that there was no no players out there and there was nobody there that could have strengthened the team and no other clubs wanted their money. That's nonsense. Uh, they had ample opportunity to get players in uh, to, to strengthen their squad and keep it going. So it's this all, for me, comes down to the board. I don't Rodgers isn't blameless because of some of the game management, but uh, he's been severely uh, uh, self-shot with, with what he's been left with because he's not been able to sign the players and spend a few quid because there's no 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 way on earth that some of these players that have been brought in that he uh, he would have signed. No chance. It's most mental, like you say, is revisiting what we were all talking about last month regarding we needed a left-back and a striker. Like it says, it's a shame on that Adam Eda and that. Like, like, and it's quite clear that he is now. Like, and again, people say, oh, but apparently he could take him great. Like, it's quite evident that he's no selling class. But the fact that you get that we never managed to get a left-back or a top striker in, in January. People say, well, you can't get a top striker in January because they club a lot and go. Well, certainly you just need to get the money out there. They could have get... If they had any forward thing, they would have had a... Uh... Majowski or Shanklin in at the start of the window. What's annoying is it wasn't like it was a surprise double injury or something in midway through January, like two left backs. They knew since the summer that probably needed another left back and a striker. So come January, they should have already had the targets ready to go. Uh huh. Yep, definitely, mate. That's 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 my thing. If they had a uh, targets in early or uh, identified and ready to go at the start of January then it's given the, the selling team uh, time to get a replacement lined up as well and more chance of getting the deal completed uh, Hearts and Aberdeen would have took, taken the money no doubt at all for uh, if we'd offered offered the, the right amount of money for their players but again um, I don't know if it comes down to the board being uh, I don't know if they've got too much confidence. I think that we were that, that we were a foregone conclusion to win this league, and thought oh, we'll, we'll be fine. We'll gamble, stick a twist. We'll be all right. We'll win this league. And you, you now look at the position we're in now. Uh, because that's the thing. It's as if Julie Mikey seen how shit they were on terms. Was talking about how shit they were under Bill. Yep. So even if that was the case, Celtic looked at that and thought this is a pure daddy of a point. It's this manager. Do you know what I mean? We'll just. We'll plod on, we'll win this league. And yep. I think I think they would have see if Bill had stayed in charge, but they, then big boulder mock came in and they get a kind of new manager bouncing, they're just they're grinding out results. Two VAR penalties to you know what I mean. I know they were one of one nine, but they still two VAR penalties late on in the game and stuff like that in the day. And but when they appointed Boulder Mock, that was the time for Celtic then the January window to say, right, they have got a bit of bounce here. We need to do something. Of course, it, we shouldn't it, be. Because Celtic, but because even if Celtic's plans were like party, like all right, we'll see what they do, and then we'll do, we'll try and do a bit better. Come mm-hmm. the end of the summer when they they build there and that Celtic were probably quite confident that they were still going to win the league. When they appointed Boulder, more things started picking up for them. Then it's a kind of case. Well, wait, the new we'll need to we'll need to spend some money in January to guarantee this because they've they've. They've dealt a new hand, so we need to deal with that. And they, they just didn't. They? I mean, me Mikey, the th- every every day, Mikey was on. I mean, Mikey's chatting and that. Mikey's like, oh, we've well, a signing. We need to get signings in, come right, right at the start of the window and that. But there was that. Uh-huh. There was the break for a couple of weeks and there was that Asian Cup and stuff. So I said to him, chill out, man. 
Wait till we're back training. That's what I didn't I make I'm saying that to you. Yeah. Wait till we get back to training and everybody's back at the club. Because if you seen a player on the whatever it was, the fourth of January, he'd be sitting in some flat in Glasgow for two weeks, just kicking his heels, no doing anything. We weren't even training or nothing. And then it just and then day after day it was just nothing. Nothing. We weren't we weren't even getting linked to anybody. But the people we were getting linked to was basically just like guys we were talking about. Guys were talking. Guys were talking about it on podcasts, talking about it on forums, talking about it on Twitter. Or we could sign this one. He's a bit. What about this? And the next thing it was in the paper that oh Celtic that and people were buying into that. And all along it was just there was absolutely hee haw going on. And that's that's the upsetting thing for me that there was just again it goes back to forward planning. I mean they said the Asian Cup thing wasn't a problem. That, but, oh, that's not a problem. We know about that. We'll be dealing with that. And I think as soon as Kyogo didn't get called up to the Japanese squad, that was hit. Celtic thought, all right, well, we just we just don't need to maybe spend as much money as we, we thought we were going to this, this window. Aye. And again, it's just, what? it's really, really back down to just pure, pure, pure forward planning, forward thinking. Yeah, but we shouldn't be getting into any transfer window at all worrying about, oh, we shouldn't need to spend money because of what they're doing. We should be looking to improve the squad each each transfer window, regardless uh, if they've got if they're winning all their games or losing all the games. And that comes down to the the board. Uh, it's it's been going for years. Whereas they're just uh, they treat us like mugs. Even way back to law saying that he never even bothered opening any of the applications for the, the job before. Uh, that's just a absolute con. Uh, that's a dereliction. That's a dereliction of duty. As exactly. a CEO, as a CEO of a PLC company, for me that's a dereliction, a dereliction of duty. Yep. Because I, I could have been, I mean, like, I mean, right, without getting into oh, working under this board stuff and stuff like that, right? But just actually talking about being the chance to manage Celtic, the big guys all over the world filing applications for you'd be surprised the kind of guys probably that would be interested in the Celtic job. I mean, yep. maybe come in, and maybe be another Vim Janssen. They probably come in, maybe come in for a year. You know what I mean? Say, oh no, this is exactly working out the way you thought it was going. But I'm off. But to, 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 to just not even look and see who was interested in the jobs, just ah, it's shocking. Agreed, agreed entirely. Uh, so we should have been in, we should be in every window looking to strengthen the the squad, regardless of what's happening. Uh, because if we're trying to gauge how we how our success or how we should be doing on others, then it's that's that's no way. Uh, no forward thinking, no business plan or uh, structure at all. It's just, it's, it's frightening. No, listen, but like, one of the things we were majorly crying out for since the start of the season is a goal scorer. Like I said, we're out somebody. in Europe, so, so somebody banging goals and just looking at stats and like I say, you can take stats with a pinch of salt sometimes, but when it comes to goal scoring, the proof's in the pudding. I, don't know, like, I prefer the Lord Janklin to get him in and he scored like 42 goals in 60 games for Hearts. And Miofsky right. scored 30 goals and 60 for the for Aberdeen. Yep. And, that, and they disrespect to the club. Like it says, it's Aberdeen and Hearts are still big teams. Can you imagine the goals that they could have scored for Celtic? Shanklin's exactly. only 28. Exactly. As well. I agree, I mean? I agree like, entirely, mate. Totally. Somebody, uh, George, where was it there? Further back. George Barrett said Klinsman's available for four months. You put him up front, you know, and keep their job. 
No, I entirely because they. It's just noisy, like Celtic fans, like Shankland guys, like Rangers, Daft. This and I couldn't give a toss what TV supports I get. Either the back of the net for us. Who cares? And this and the games that certain the games that Celtic played this season that we dropped points, like against Kilmarnock, etc. How many of the games that we dropped points in could we have possibly won? We're having somebody like Shanklin up front. Yesterday it was the prime example. With some of the chances, or, or the, the chances that we've created uh, and no put away is frightening. And there's no way that uh, my either Mayovsky or Shankland when they put some of them away. Of course they would have. I can't remember the last time in Scotland that there's been out with the the Glasgow to that there's been two others, two strikers at other teams that I actually fancied. That's Celtic. Like going back, like it's the first time in a long time, like Miofsky and Chanklin that stand out a mile. Yep. So, who, which one would you have went for, Mikey? I would went for Chanklin. I, I would have been the opposite. I'd have been the opposite. See, just because but... I, I, for a poacher, like he's he's a striker, striker. Like Miofsky is like he comes deep and whatnot, like, but like Kyogo, I would prefer Chanklin, what us having Kyogo, but I'd played the both of them. Aye. For me, that's, that's, that's everybody's different. Yep. What's your uh, what's your starting lineup for the next game, Mikey? I can tell you, man. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, I mean, that's a hard game at Motherwell as well. Would like, you drop no McGregor? Game. Yeah. If you were first of you, aye. Yeah, like says, because it doesn't matter how many games you play for Celtic, how long you've been there, captain, whatever. You're you're only as good as your last game. Yep, entirely. And he's, and he's been honking for a lot more than the last game. Uh huh. So, but um, like, does a what and not fit? Is he? Well, he was on the bench yesterday, Mikey. And would no, that not be a better a better substitution to make? When we um, signed him, was he not like Japanese? Like, was he not the player of the season in that league or something? When we signed him, ah, he was put as they call it the M- MVP thing. Like Bernardo's been given a lot more a crack in the work than a water has. I mean, when I've seen a water, I think he actually looks alright. I I agree. Like, with I don't think. I mean, somebody's put in the chat. Shanklin's by an average. You know that's. I'll take it like if he's buying average, like eh. <laughs> ah, he's put the ball back of the net, something that we're struggling to do. So, um, but it, it's a hard, it's going to be a hard game, and I say it's going to be mentally because we could uh, quite easily be five points behind with the next time we play. So they're going to be right up for it. Uh, it's, as it's, I mean, as it's. 12, really, it's 12 cup finals. I know it's a bit of a cliche, but that's what it is. And we need we need these players, we need our big players to step up to the mark. I mean, Aye. I mean, I mean, people, Joe Hart, I've gave Joe Hart a pelter's this season. Mikey, you're the same as well, mate. Yeah. But you've got to say some of these saves have saved, saved us the last couple of games, really. That's what's sad about it, like, yeah. Aye, like, aye. See, and again, I'll always put my hands up and it's. He says, I will. <laughs> I just, like, I, just because I did like, 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 
to be fair, Hart's been poor, I personally think, since we signed him. But in the last few games, he always did well for them. And I'll always admit when I'm wrong. I like thought that's the save we'd done the other week for the guy that the overhead kicker. I, I thought that was a cracking save to be honest, and one or two yesterday as well. But that gets back to the thing for me too that it's we shouldn't be relying on Joe Hart to pull us out of games because it's the same people have said on the chat they had some good chances as well yesterday. And that I mean, every team, every team doesn't matter who you're playing against, whether they could be leagues below you, whatever. but They've always got a wee spell of a game where they go to get on top of the game. They have a wee kind of spell. But for Celtic, like, it's just... Mikey? Sorry, to be fair, though, like Joe Hart, he's probably more a captain in the last few games than what McGregor is. Aye, aye, that's a good shout as well. Aye, Joe, you can see that, you, you can see Joe, Joe Hart's got that kind of attitude about him. He's been there, done it, and seen it all. Do you know what I mean? But aye, a lot of people, again, everybody's got different things what they would want from a captain. Like he says, and everybody's been born in different eras. I want my captain to be screaming <laughs> and give, dishing out orders and that that's what I like as a captain. And Joe Hart's, I think, the only player on that pitch every single game, no matter what, you can hear him screaming. Like you can tell the guy's obviously wanting to play. He's, he's been about that guy. Like, and, well, I mean, even doing the fact, Mikey, maybe Joe Hart sitting doing this, this is my last chance to get a trophy. Do you know what I mean? Maybe that he's looking at that. I mean, I don't think it, it doesn't look like he's got to go for a new contract and he'll maybe go back, don't he? Is it Shrewsbury or Oldham or something like that? But maybe Joe Hart's looking at this. This is my last chance to get a trophy. And he's not yeah. happy with what he's seen in front of him. Don't get it that, that, that punchy That punch he done yesterday, that was shocking. Yep. When he could have easily have grabbed that, and I think was it Hartson that was on Celtic TV? He said the same thing. Uh-huh. I, 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 I don't really feel the eyes. Joe Hart's absolutely massive. What is he, six four, six five? And he's like, when he's like, got his arms up and whatnot. I, I just want the goalkeeper to come. He's been six, eight years. Just come out and grab it. press the defence. All this punching nonsense all the time. Just, just grab it. Agreed. And if you Spot miss it on. and there's an opposition player near you, get down screaming, they'll probably get a foul. And to the majority of times, if there's any contact between a, an attacking player and a goalkeeper, the goalkeeper usually gets a foul. And Joe yep. Hartford uses the gauge that kind of, what is it you call that, like match, match cuteness, whatever you want to call it, the dark arts or stuff like that. But how many times do you see goalkeepers coming for the ball they have a wee bit of flap at it, but they get down, and the next thing it's a free kick. Yep. But what I'll do, I'll, I'll leave you guys to, to see out the show. I've, I've said my piece, and I've probably bored the chat enough as well. So I'll leave you. <laughs> New bother, Mikey. I'll listen See you later, Mikey. Thanks very much for Cheers, mate. New bother, Mikey. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. I'll speak to you later, bud. Bye. 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 That's all done the two hours, Jerry. We'll just wind that up then for. Nah, I think we could get another couple of hours out of this slate and the board and everything else, mate. <laughs> uh, blaming Brendan Rogers for me, Carl McGregor missing sitters and stuff. And then the, the Huns, they're, they're all dying to come in and speak to us and see us. They've all been I hope they'll hit the like button. Uh, exactly, mate. As long as they hit the like button and subscribe. Before um, they get blocked. Aye. I thought you were harsh with one of them. I thought he was trying to be all right, but it was just. No. Uh, you, you, you don't want them in. I am like you, mate. Get them out. 
Get them out, Sham. Why do you want to listen to a Celtic podcast? Aye, no, I know. If you're not a Celtic supporter. No, I told you. That's that's one of the saddest things. I'd be having words with uh, Mrs. Ed and uh, Bobby, because that's uh, that's up there with with Lowell, no opening the uh, job applications. I mean, that's a derelation of duty as well. I don't think there's a wee bit of a romance blossom in there. What, with, with the handles? What? What, with the well, handles? With Bobby, Bobby and Grotbags. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 secret, we secret messages between ourselves, we winky faces and smiles and thumbs and that in the chat. <laughs> thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Well, Bobby, you stop giving your thumb to my missus. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. Right, it's been <laughs> emotional. Thanks to everybody in the chat for having us. Uh, there's George Barr. I can sympathise with you, mate, before I go. There's fireworks going off where I'm at. Uh, I know the feeling, mate. There's a there's a prod well, a hundo swally shelly across the road for me and it was in a, it was in full form the day and it's been closed for most of the season. I thought they'd gave up, but however they're back in action. But that's the nature of the beast, hopefully. Uh, we can turn this round and win the league, and I still think we'll do it. And what a party we'll have! Right, right, guys, it's been emotional. I'm out of here. Take care. God bless. Right, thanks later. very much again, Jerry, for coming on. But sure. when are we back sure. on? Uh, well, wait, wait, depends how we got on at the weekend. Uh, oh no, it's only Sunday the day, isn't it? Go whatever night you want, mate. Thursday's yeah. better for me, I think. Right, no bother. We'll be back on Thursday then. Right, thanks very right. much for coming on, Jerry. Same to me. Cheers, buddy. All the best. Bye-bye. Right, good night, mate. Night. Right, thanks very much, everybody. Joined us tonight in the live chat, even some of them. You just help boost the numbers. That's all you really do. So I do appreciate it, but you only get allowed on the channel. That's basically that. Uh, so everybody that joins the live chat, everybody that listens back to his own YouTube, whether it's in Spotify, whatever, we really, really, really appreciate it all all the support we get. Remember, hit the like button and if you know how to, leave a comment in the chat as well. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday night. Hail, hail, lads. Good night and God bless. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.